Thanks for checking out the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast and support the five-year plan where I'm going to hike around Ireland podcasting from pubs, become a patron. Only three bucks a month. Look for the We Three Smiths Patreon page. And can't thank you enough. And a happy What the Hell Everything Day. For more content uh, at Patreon, you want to check that out, patreon.com forward slash we the number three smiths. That is how I'm funding my trip to Ireland in 2026. I'm going to hike Ireland for a year and figure out, learn about the Irish, Ireland, Ireland history from the pubs. Uh, that's happening at patreon.com forward slash we the number three smiths. That is how I'm fundraising the Smitty Learns Irish podcast. And constantly working on extras for the Patreon page. Uh, Rock and Roll Roundtable stuff, more of that stuff's coming. Uh, More uh, uh, Six Packs on Mars segments, more of those are coming. More reviews and all sorts of stuff coming to the Patreon page. Three bucks a month, patreon.com forward slash we, the number three Smiths. What the hell, everything. What the hell, everything. Welcome to the What the Hell, Everything podcast. My name is Smitty. It is the week of... <clears throat> September 13th, uh, 2021. Recording date and time is the 13th, actually, which is the, uh, what is it? 10, 10 whole months now uh, that I am not smoking. No smoking for 10 months. That is really uh, something that... Uh, uh, I can't even believe it, to tell you the truth. I've tried for so long and for and wanted to quit smoking f- so badly uh, for fucking years, man. I, you can just feel it as a, as a heavy smoker. I, I don't know why more smokers don't admit it outwardly and just say, yeah, this, this is killing me. Absolutely, you can feel it. You can't, you can't take steps anymore. Walking stairs is fucking, whew, hopefully it's not too many at once and too fast because you might die. Man, I remember I was helping somebody move. This was a real fucking, this was one of the real fuck, just dick punches. I was helping somebody move, just move a couch, like go up, and I thought I was having a fucking heart attack. I really thought I might be having a heart attack. I had to go in the bathroom and just be like, just you catch your breath. <laughs> just catch your breath. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is terrible. Uh, and it was one of those things where I was always just telling people, you know, you got to fucking just quit. You got to keep quitting. You got to quit every single day, every single day. It was fucking humiliating almost because you fucking just, you know, like, like I said, us quit quitting every day, uh, get done with the day, uh, you're getting ready to go to bed and there's still half a pack of cigarettes, throw them away, throw them away, crumple them up every day. Then in the morning, well, I'm going to fucking smoke. So I'll drive, especially when I was doing the morning show, it was like, Jesus Christ, this is fucking awful, that I am driving to the store to get cigarettes at fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Or sometimes I would make it actually to the beginning of the show with no cigarettes. And poor fucking Tim, I'd be like, you know, probably show started 20 minutes ago let's say so it'd be like uh i'm gonna put a few long songs on i'm going to find out which store's fucking open right now (laughs) to go buy cigarettes you're out of your own pal feel like a fucking dickhead so every day you do that shit you know buy more and throw them away buy more and throw them away buy more and throw them away and you feel like a goddamn failure it's terrible that book really helped me i read the uh 
the easy way to stop smoking by Alan Carr. And I'm not going to get into like a lot, but it really just changes the way your brain thinks about nicotine addiction and uh, just helps you put them down. You just don't want them anymore by the time you're done with the book, essentially. Now, I read the book once and uh, quit for like five months, whatever it was. But I gave it to other people, and they quit permanently. But I fell back on the wagon because they say in the book, you know, you have one fucking cigarette, you're done. You're back on it. But I was still really able to use the principles uh, uh, from the book this next go-around because it was just, you know, you just got to know it's going to pass. You got to know it's going to pass. It's a very fleeting thing. It feels like in the moment you want to fucking murder somebody. <laughs> but it's kind of like being hangry. It'll go away. Um, but, uh, yeah, so finally, I remember it was the Friday the, Friday the 13th. So that uh, day is not terribly unlucky for everybody. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, all this shit's fucking going on. Fucking work, work was terrible let's just say and uh i don't know how the fuck i quit smoking <laughs> i don't know how the fuck i quit smoking but 10 months man there's still like a few times every once in a like i almost had a really bad urge the other day i was like just what would it fucking hurt just fucking go smoke a few then throw away the pack when you're done and you don't want to ever smoke again but you just know you're gonna want one the next fucking day and how much of a failure would i fucking feel like oh my god God, I would feel like such a fucking failure, especially with the way I've just been raging, uh, working out lately and getting my lungs back and getting my cardio back. Like it's fucking been, I've been inspiring it myself a little bit. Uh, but, uh, if I would have just fallen off that wagon, God, what a fucking dick punch. What a mental dick punch. <sighs> nope. No smoking, uh, for me. I do want to say, oh my God. Uh, first and foremost, really. I want to say a huge shout out and thank you to Heather and Tim at Fat Chicks Barbecue. Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta, the bustling metropolis of Atlanta. Fat Chicks Barbecue uh, is a brand new sponsor to the What the Hell Everything podcast. I've uh, uh, been talking to Heather for a little bit now, and uh, they've. Uh, I, I, I don't want to get all mushy on you. <laughs> But I do want to uh, uh, just say how much it uh, I appreciate uh, that just people that I've never met before, uh, you know, because I mean, I have friends that support me and, and there's a lot more listeners that are becoming friends or viewers on the podcast that are becoming friends. But, you know, it at some point, it's more than just your friends helping you out and doing things. It's and, and checking out the podcast. It's people you don't know oh wow this heather person uh listened to me on the radio and she appreciated uh, the podcast and she wanted to take a chance uh so that was a very cool feeling uh uh to get uh uh some conversation going with heather to be able to go out there and just experience the food that uh was top notch like i wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was you know, you hear about a barbecue place in Atlanta, Michigan, which, you know, let's face it, it's uh, there's not a stoplight in that town. It's uh, there's it's known for its uh, elk and uh, nothing else, really, except for Fat Chicks Barbecue now, by the way, because holy fucking shit, like that's that kind of place where uh, you could get uh, travelers from around the state, around the country to come visit your barbecue. And I don't know what makes it so special, but look here. 
I yeah, say it all the time that I live with Brother Levi, who is becoming uh, just a master of this stuff. It is uh, pretty impressive and uh, delicious and exciting to be a part of uh, in the same house. So I have my guard up when it comes to, uh, uh, like, good food. Like, when she said she wanted to or was interested in uh, sponsoring the podcast. So I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do a Bro Trips podcast with Levi. Uh, we'll do a taste test. And I'm not going to, if it sucks, I'm not going to take a dump on it. Uh, and there, I didn't really foresee it sucking anyway. But again, it's a barbecue place in Atlanta, Michigan. So you're like, ah, what's going to happen? Uh, but man, it was some top notch, including by far the best fucking, uh, barbecue pizza, uh, that we've ever had. Uh, but it was legit top notch barbecue. And I can't stress enough the, uh, uh, just the quality of food. Tim, I think is the, uh, master, uh, smoker, barbecue guy, maybe. I know Heather's doing the pizzas and uh, smoking a lot of stuff, too. But I, I I don't know who's doing what. And we're going to be talking to those guys on the podcast every once in a while. Uh, maybe uh, stop it in from time to time. But really, you are doing yourself a huge service if you step into barbecue. <sighs> step into barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Stuttering Smitty, uh, you're welcome, Heather. Heather, that was what Heather said to me when she fucking got a hold of me. She said, dude, your Stuttering Smitty bit on the radio uh, about made me drive off the fucking road. I had to pull over uh, because of the Stuttering Smitty thing. So uh, here you go, Heather. 10.50 for the beer of pitcher and the wings. A beer of pitcher. Somebody shoot me in the face. Me fail English? But, uh, man, uh, the fact that uh, Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta is on, go check those guys out. Seriously, you can't miss it. Drive to Atlanta, the blinking uh, yellow, and look over. It's right there. It's uh, literally, you can't miss it. Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta, and uh, they are phenomenal. Like, one of these things about, like, uh, uh, you know, having a sponsorship now is I'm essentially, I'm having to, and it was my intention to create a business, but it's like, oh man, now I'm doing all the things and, you know, trying to get everything in order and getting, you know, ways to uh, uh, collect revenue and things like that uh, with the Patreon page and like sponsors. And I'm like, oh my God. And on top of, uh, you know, from a business standpoint, from a personal standpoint, I have, I want to say I have three checks left. I have three checks left in my last batch of checks, which has lasted me because I literally only write two checks a week, a month now. Uh, I bet this, uh, the last time I ordered checks was 2014, 2015, something like that. I bet those fucking checks lasted this long, uh, or that long, whatever the fucking term is. So, now I'm like, fuck, what do I really want to do here? Do I really want to order checks? Because everything is fucking uh, like you know, online or, you know, credit cards over the phone or whatever, apps and things like that, uh, except for things like 
rent, which if you do that, they charge you an extra $10. And I'm like, fuck that. My rent is not whatever, 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 and $10. <laughs> that's, not, that's not how this works. All these fucking credit card companies, by the way, that charge you fucking $10 uh, or any fucking money extra to actually transact the credit cards, like... That's basically stealing. I feel like that's basically stealing. There's no way the actual transaction, nothing about that transaction costs fucking $10. There's no way. You, honestly, you could have found a better company or a better or just eat the fucking cost, you know, 12 $10 extra. <laughs> so that's the fucking story behind that. Is like, what do I do? Is this, uh, this is a major life decision, I feel like. Like, f- trying to figure out if I'm going to order more checks. Uh, because I could just get a money order, right? I could get a money order for the rent. I get a money order for the rent. The other check I write is to the utility company, and I'm pretty sure but it's Traverse City, so there's probably a fucking giant fee if I were to uh, pay with a credit card there. I usually just send it into the city for my utilities. Uh, But, I mean, there's nothing about Traverse City that is efficient whatsoever. (laughs) It's honestly, never mind, I don't want to start talking shit about Traverse City, but checks is the fucking moral of the story here. Am I actually going to start... Am I actually going to get new checks? Because I'm going to go to fucking Ireland in, uh, what is it, 2026. Do I really, uh, paying by check is not a realistic thing in Ireland. Yeah, checks aren't a fucking option. I'm going global, man. (laughs) I'm going global in 2026. Uh, That's fucking awesome, actually, to think about and say. I'm going global. That has been so fucking appealing to me. I've had this amazing wanderlust uh, for fucking years now, but it's been this Ireland thing has just pushed it through the fucking roof, you know, where I just can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait just to experience fucking other countries, man, and other cultures, the things I've read about and heard about and saw and saw in movies and such. And just to get a chance to go has been uh, pretty fucking incredible. Uh, just the idea that I, because God, you know, getting, uh, getting a sponsor and saving my money and the Patreon is starting to catch on speaks and valleys, patreon.com forward slash we, the number three Smiths. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it's getting so where I'm positive, uh, and optimistic about it because man, there's times where you're not, you're, you're like, oh man, this sucks and nobody likes what I'm doing. It, it's never going to work. And oh my God, then you just see a little bit of growth <laughs> and it's okay. You see a little bit of growth, man, and it makes fucking shit worth it. Uh, and it totally fucking boosts your morale because, you know, well, yeah, I still like doing it in, 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 uh, love doing the podcast when you're doing it and it doesn't seem like really anybody's fucking giving a fuck, then you're like, oh God, do I really, is this, am I doing the right thing here? And then I, uh, A, 
see growth and it works. And then B, I just turn on the radio and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this is better. <laughs> 100%. That's a big uh, thing where uh, you turn on the radio and you're like, wow, I really did make the right decision because uh, this is not, this is not, uh, this is not good. The fucking lion sucked me back in really uh, <laughs> weird transition. <laughs> Not to- totally weird because you know I'm going to talk to fucking lions. Uh, they sucked me back in. It was like the godfather, you know. Uh, which I feel like kind of a douchebag by quoting or paraphrasing a movie that I've never really seen all the way through. Like, I tried to watch The Godfather's Man. I really fucking tried. that. I, I watched that first movie. I tried to watch that first Godfather Probably five different times, but I could just never fucking get through it. And I'm sorry. So I never watched the rest of them, and I'm probably never, ever, ever fucking watching The Godfather. So I feel like kind of a douchebag for uh, quoting The Godfather. Uh, what was my point? What <laughs> What was I saying here? Uh, quick audio edit. Uh, let's listen back. Hi, I'm Tom. Yeah, watch yourself, Tom. Oh, the fucking lions. <laughs> That's uh, back to, whew, sorry about that. Uh, the lions fucking sucked me right back into their shit yesterday. Um, man, I was totally, and I knew they were going to lose, and I, I don't have a lot of optimism. Um, I mean, I did kind of have, opt- I have optimism about the future when I say that, you know? Like, I want, when I say optimism, I want a team that competes that looks like something's good is going to happen in the future. Like the current Tigers team or the current Pistons team, they look like they're fun to watch and they're, they look like, uh, they're going to be good soon. A couple pieces, you know, here and there. Uh, I don't know if Jared Goff is the piece. Uh, sometimes he looks all right. Uh, you know, the lines look like they could be good if they stick to like, uh, uh when I say good <laughs> positive here, uh, uh, I think they could, uh, if they did a short, like a short running game uh, or short, short passing game out of the backfield to running backs, you know, tight ends, TJ Hawkinson. I fucking love that guy. Oh my God. I have such mad love for TJ Hawkinson. I'm like, he's the best tight end ever. <laughs> this is where my Homer shit kicks in. The best tight end of all time, TJ Hawkinson. I'm fucking calling it. Put the goddamn yellow jacket on him right now. Uh, so those positive things, you know, and then the fucking reality is, God damn it, that team fucking sucks, man. They're, you know, like the receivers are just like, oh, God, can't like getting open. Nope. And then uh, you get a you fucking drop and passes. Nope. Oh, boy, it's fucking rough. And the defense it doesn't look very good either, although they got two key turnovers, uh, you know, but they were fucking down. What was it? Thirty eight to ten. Something like that. Yeah, it was four touchdowns, I think. 28 points. And uh, fucking Lions almost came back and won it, man. With almost, if they would have gotten the second uh, onside kick, which was when they got that first onside kick, I'm like, fuck. And I go to Levi for the second time. I'm like, if he gets, if they get this next onside kick, I'm going to be so pissed because I was not into this game at all. I was still watching it, but now I'm like, oh, shit. And then uh, they recovered the fumble, and I'm like, god damn them. I said right to Levi. God damn them Lions getting me fucking excited again. <sighs> and they fucking lost, of course. <laughs> but I see people shitting on this team, on this Lions team, which I'm not saying <sighs> the criticism is not valid because... 
to the fucking Lions. They pretty much deserve criticism for everything they get, man. But God damn it. Uh, this new uh, coaching staff I seem to really like, man. They, they, they seem like they have a good attitude. McTighe calls fucking... Uh, uh, Dan Campbell, a meathead. I don't think he's fucking... I mean, I think he's a perfect mix of meathead and motivator and smart football guy. You can see the, fuck, see the fucking wheels turning a little bit. The the I think the main game plan overall offensively that I saw was like, oh, this could work if they fucking really utilize like uh, short passes out of the backfield, tight ends. The running game seems pretty solid. The offensive line is a positive too, man. Uh, so feeling good about the fucking lions, but they fucking did it to me again. And I got fucking sucked back in (laughs) yesterday. I mean, I already got sucked back in. I was way more excited about this lions team because of the lineup and Chris Spielman, my favorite fucking lion of all times, kind of the mastermind behind the whole thing. And I like that him up there just being the fucking mad scientist, you know? Uh, (laughs) I think a lot about this shit. I, so I'm excited uh, from a positive standpoint, not that I think they're going to do much, uh, uh, just being positive about uh, some of the pieces. But I don't see why people need feel the need to take a shit on, like, the team. Like, uh, some fucking dipshit uh, comment I saw was, <laughs> yeah, it bothers me. Uh, see, it's just, see, guys, it's just the ownership. Ugh. It'll never change ever. Like, it's the first game of, if you're a realistic Lions fan, you know they're not going to be good. Uh, but it's the first game of a new era, and they came back and fucking looked really good. When they came back, they looked fucking really good, man. You know? Uh, so, who knows? I don't know what's going to happen with the Lions. I know that I just am positive about it, you know? Why Why do people just uh, got to be negative? <laughs> Maybe I am. I feel like I might be. A too, an overly positive type of person sometimes, you know, type of person sometimes. Did I say that right? <laughs> Where, you know, especially if somebody's had something really bad happened to somebody, I, I have a tendency to be overly opti- optimistic and be like, well, this could happen and blah, blah, blah. There's always a chance, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I wanted to uh, 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 talk about something and piss people off. <laughs> I, uh, uh, trying to figure out, maybe I'm just a dick and that's very possible. You know, I would talk a lot about, you know, I'm not a dog person necessarily. Um, this doesn't have anything to do with dogs though, because it has to do with pets. So I don't want to take a shit on dog owners. It's just pets in general. Like I have a cat that I love and if anything were to happen to him, I'd be devastated. Uh, but I don't know if I would spend a thousand or thousands of dollars on surgery if he got fucking, you know, something happened, uh, which I have like a little panic attack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not having a panic attack, but I was just like, oh, my God, I hate the idea of uh, my little buddy. Anything happening to him. Uh, but I don't know if I would spend thousands of dollars and like bankrupt myself and. Uh, if something happened to him, you know, because to me, it's it's pets. 
And maybe it's just because I've been poor my whole life. And I'm always like, I don't have that money. <laughs> I don't have that money. Sorry, pal. Or something like that. I mean, maybe it's just, I'm like, well, that's not, you know, realistic. It's not, uh, I, th- thousands of dollars. And like everybody that I know that spends thousands of dollars on pets always spends it. It's like they always have a pet that has fucking problems. And they have to spend thousands of dollars on every animal. Maybe that's just a, a thing about being a pet owner where you're supposed to do that <laughs> as a pet owner, spend thousands of dollars on surgery. But I don't feel like that's a thing. I think, like, well, if he's going to be suffering, uh, that's what they call putting an animal down, right? Does that make you a fucking terrible person if you... Uh... I'm like, well, I guess we're just going to put him down. <laughs> Uh, you know thousands of dollars on surgery and like rewards if like (laughs) i'm trying to think if my cat got out in uh which goodness gracious that still uh freaks me out just thinking about uh him getting outside he has no clue how the outside world works he looks at it a lot and wants to be out there but he's never really tried he's a little too timid to go by the door uh if it's open um but if he were lost I don't think I'd fucking offer anybody $1,000 to find him. Like, sorry, buddy. Hopefully you're okay. You know, hopefully come back. I'll fucking post on Facebook, you know, fucking $1,000. I'll find another fucking cat, you know? I mean, is is that a dick thing to say or to think? I feel like an asshole. (laughs) Maybe that's the moral of that whole story. Maybe you're just an asshole, Smitty. Not just an asshole. <laughs> I got layers. Uh, I think that's going to wrap up the podcast, you guys. And uh, I want to say thank you again to Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta. I can't uh, 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 tell you how much I appreciate you signing on for the uh, podcast. And uh, we're going to do some cool things together. Going to be o- o- over there a little bit every once in a while. Uh, so... Fat Chicks Barbecue in Atlanta. You want to check them out. Thanks again to Heather and Tim. And uh, hit up the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash we the number three Smiths. And what the hell, everything. So long, sucker. Good night, everybody. I'm so, so sorry for everything that has happened. Me, 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 me. Bye-bye. Yeah, all right. I'll see you guys there. Yeah. About a bar and you face, don't you? Get me paid, bitch. Sit, boo-boo, sit. I love y'all very much. Peace out. Good night, ladies. What the hell, everything?